0: This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today I want to talk about why your employees aren't engaged. You've probably heard the statistic, 50.8% of employees are not engaged, 17.2% are actively not engaged at work, which only leaves 32%. Of employees actively engaged so what that means is you have 32 percent of employees who are conscious and intentional about the work that they're doing they're paying attention they're truly working toward the goals of the company they believe they're a part of the company they're 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 those people that we all want as our employees but there's only 32 percent of them and then you have 50.8% who are not engaged. And it just means lackluster, one way or the other. They're the ones who show up, they get a paycheck, they do what they do, they go home. But work certainly isn't a priority in any sense of the word. Do you think that they're most productive if they're not engaged? The answer is no. If they're not engaged, even if it's just a, eh, kind of lack of engagement or engagement, they're not as fully productive as they could be, which means your company is losing money because lowered productivity means more expenses or less revenue. Somehow it is affecting your bottom line. And then let's look at the 17.2% of employees who are actively not engaged. That means they really don't want to be at their job. They're looking for another job. They are looking for a way to get out of there fast. That turns into high employee turnover, which again sucks at the expenses side of the balance sheet in your company. So why are people not engaged? And that's really what I want to talk to you about today. So we've identified the top five reasons why people, employees, might not be engaged at work. One, their personal life might be taking center stage. They have issues at home, maybe there's an unhappy marriage, they've got children, they're Distracted by that, maybe there's a lot going on, juniors having trouble in school, they've, they're looking at colleges, they have college visits set up, there's the soccer traveling tournament coming up this weekend, and they've got to leave Friday at five, which means they're thinking about how quickly can they leave work in order to get everybody on the road and packed. They've got a family member who's sick. Maybe they're part of the sandwich generation where they're taking care of their parents or their in-laws in the same household where they're also raising their children. They've got a lot going on. So their personal life completely takes center stage. All those things are priorities. So that means that while they're at work, they're thinking about these other things. How can they manage it? How can they get Sally to the doctor? You know, oh, they just got a call from school. Sally is sick again. All of these things are taking up time, which is distracting them, pulling their attention away. They're not focused in meetings. They're maybe making phone calls to the doctor's office or making arrangements, whatever, so that they can take care of their personal life because that's their priority. Second reason why employees might not be engaged They don't have a really clear idea about how their role fits into the company. They know what their job description is, but they don't really understand how that's an important cog in the wheel of the company. They do what they do. They do it because they're supposed to, they're told to, they're told they have to get this report done every month, but they don't understand why that's important. A third reason actually not the right person in the right seat. And this could look different ways. You might have the right person who's really a great person and in alignment with your company and your company's values, but they're in the wrong role. Or you might have the person whose skills and experiences fit that seat, fit that role, but their values and what's important to them are absolutely not in alignment with the company's values. So you've got the wrong person in the right seat. So you could have the right person in the wrong seat, or the wrong person in the right seat, or the wrong person in the wrong seat, when what you really need is the right person in the right seat. And that is about alignment, the person's goals, values, skills, experiences are in alignment with what is needed for that particular role. Going back to that idea of you might have the right person, but in the wrong seat, think about, and this may have happened in your own company or in your own experience in organizations, that you've got somebody really good at their role, at what they do. They love it. They do a great job they produce, they're awesome. So what's the the next step? Promote them to management, except that that's not ideal for them in some cases. So them being a manager is the wrong seat. So if someone is not the right person in the right seat, that's going to cause disengagement Fourth reason, that someone might not be engaged. That person may not be operating in his zone of genius. And I've talked about this before. I've even done another episode on the zone of genius. And this is the place where that person rocks. One of the reasons um, we call it the zone of genius is they just naturally do it. There's no effort. It's that typical... When you hear about people being in the zone, they're talking about the zone of genius. If someone's role or position or even their daily communications with people in the company require them to work outside of their zone of genius, in the zone of excellence or the zone of competence or, good Lord, the zone of incompetence, that's going to cause them to not be engaged because Operating outside of the zone of genius is a drain on one's energy system. The whole definition of working in your zone of genius is that it energizes you. It's something that you could do all day long, and at the end of the day, you you still have energy left over, or you have even more energy because it gave you energy to be rocking the world in your zone of genius. So if you have employees or staff who are not operating out of their zone of genius, then that means that what they are doing is somewhat of a drain on their energy or could be a big drain on their energy, which is going to cause them to be not engaged. And then the fifth reason that people may not be engaged is because they don't feel appreciated or acknowledged for the work they do. There are some personality types that all you have to do is give them a bone, and oh my gosh, they will do anything for you. And if you can identify that that's what's important to, to a person, that they need to feel acknowledged and appreciated, that's going to make a big difference. And we all want to be seen, heard, and acknowledged. So it's it's pretty much a Is that part of the company culture? Does management and leadership make efforts to make that part of their company culture? Because if someone could be doing a great job, maybe their salary even reflects the great job, but if they're not getting those kudos, even privately from a manager or the team lead, the boss, the CEO, they could quickly become disengaged and maybe actively not engaged because they don't feel appreciated. How many times did your mother say, nobody appreciates all the work I do around here? Well, think about the employees and the staff. They could be feeling the same way. So I hope this has been helpful to think about some of the reasons why your employees may not be engaged, and then, of course, the the next part of that is well. Then, what do we do? <laughs> Some of this you can take a good hard look at it. Um, do you have the right people in the right seats? If not, what do you need to do about that? Do you need to move the right people into the right seats so they're not in the wrong seats? Do you need to have an idea of what people's zone of genius is so that you can make sure they're working in their zone of genius. Can you make it a regular part of your company culture to make sure you genuinely acknowledge people for their efforts and for their accomplishments? And then, of course, this is a big part of what we do at the Schuler Group: is we help you identify your core values. Do you have the right people in the right seats? Are they operating in their zone of genius? What could be pulling at people's energy so that they aren't fully engaged and actively engaged? So if that sounds intriguing to you and you'd like to know more, I encourage you to visit us at the com. And Schuler is spelled S-H-U-L-E-R. There is no C. Everybody wants to put the German C in there to to uh, to make it, That, S-C-H-U-L-E-R, S-H-U-L-E-R. Visit us at theschulergroupllc.com. We'll have a complimentary consultation with you and see if we can help you to raise that employee engagement up from 32% to much higher to make a big difference to your bottom line. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, may you thrive.